about the views and the downloads but you know what matters the most sending a message here at episode 148 of the vigilante 1939 podcast we are a father-son best friend dynamic where we talk about all things dc marvel star wars and more in this week's episode we're celebrating 14 years of the dark knight discussing batgirls directors opening up wrapping up miss marvel fantastic four fan cast and thor love and thunders box office I'm one of your co-hosts, Nick Zanagan. Before I introduce my other co-host, I would like to remind you, all of our listeners, that we are available anywhere you get your podcasts at. That includes Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, and Apple Podcasts. Feel free to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, and we will read your review on air. Follow us on Twitter at Vigilante1939 so you don't miss anything. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can find our out-of-theater reviews and trailer reactions. Of course... Lastly, check out our T Public store at Vigilante1939. Now joining me each and every week are the Marvels themselves, Nico and Nick Caruso Jr. Hey guys. Wow, man. Happy 148. I, I, I never... We're pushing it, I man. Heard numbers, it's pretty Dude, crazy. Those man. numbers are wild. I can't believe we sat down to do this. And that doesn't count the, the sub-Titans episodes we used to do. That's no. true. So we done this like... We're, it's technically episode 148. We're keeping it that way. But wow, no, have we done this thing? It's like, amazing. We've done this thing over 160 times. That's that's hard to believe. It's almost three years. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not quite three years. Yeah. But close. No, it's been three years. Wow. There, there's also yeah. episodes exclusively for the OnlyFans, which which will never yeah. hear the light of day. <laughs> those those are what we call the offshoot discussions. The Cavs uh, pictures are coming. No, I'm happy to be here. This is a th- this week's gonna be. A l- a little fun because there's some substance and there's some 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 fun and next week is isn't this upcoming weekend sdcc sdcc yep and we haven't really had one to no. break down have ever we? since we started the podcast i think we only had it the first year yeah. and that's when they announced and, and everything we saw wandavision yep. Loki, that's when all these things were announced in 2019 yep. i think uh, yeah I would be. i would love to go back and see what we said about those i promise you our takes were all the same it was like yeah don't care about Hawkeye. Don't care about Loki. Uh, WandaVision might be good. The movies were like, oh, Thor is probably going to be the biggest. Portman's back. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange had Scott Derrickson attached to it still. Not Raimi yet. Um, was there a movie in between? Shang-Chi. Yep. Widow was announced, of course. And all those DC projects. That never happened, right? In 19? What was... Th- I don't even think they were there. In I don't think they, they were there were- in 19. No. I don't think they had anything okay. to give yeah. you in 19 because yeah. Birds of Prey wasn't even out. It was like, I don't I think. Uh, Birds of Prey yeah. The year Aquaman out. came out, I think, was the last time they were there. 2018. Birds of Prey yeah. was the only thing they had like on the dock. Yeah. And Wonder Woman 84, maybe they talked about. I don't remember. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't remember what DC had there that year. I'll be honest again. Yeah. Well, I don't remember. But they're either. coming they back this year. <laughs> they wouldn't have announced Superman and Lois. That hadn't happened yet. No. If there's any CW stuff. So. Nope. Nope. Well, well. So we'll see. So, we'll see. Uh, you know, so so let's start with some sub. So let's actually just pick up right there with some of this MCU stuff. So we'll go with the thing that just ended and then we'll get into all the fun stuff after that. Is Miss Marvel wrapped up? So we combine episodes, I think, was it four and five or three and four a couple weeks ago. So this is flat out just the finale and thoughts on the series as a whole. Um, it came and went, that six-week format. It's crazy how these things are flying by, all mm-hmm. these shows. I will say, though, they have been fun, consistent content weekly. But, Zeddy, what, what did you think of Miss Marvel's, the finale and maybe the series mm-hmm. as a whole? Yeah, I thought the finale stuck the landing, at least for me. It was definitely, it stayed true to its emotional uh, core elements with the family at the end. I, I thought a lot of scenes in that finale was beautiful, especially the rooftop scene that everybody seems to be talking about where Miss Marvel actually gets her Miss Marvel name. I thought that was beautiful. Uh, it felt very John Hughes to me, too. So, you know, it really harked back to, like, that John Hughes, John Watts kind of style in terms of the finale, but... I like that it kind of stayed true to the story they were actually telling. It didn't try to really war- world build, excuse me, anything else except for that major, major drop at the end, which I'm sure we're going to talk about. Um, and all in all, you know, this was a show that, you know, the emotion was better than the action. And that was kind of refreshing. And I think, you know, WandaVision was kind of like that too, right? The emotion was the heartbeat of the show and the action kind of came second. So I like that they, this one kind of followed suit with that. I freaking love Iman Vellani still um I can't wait to see her in the Marvels I think that's the one real takeaway is that all systems go for her man so uh all in all yeah I wish more people talked about the show I don't think nearly as many people talked about the show but I thought it was beautiful the whole way through so aside from the action being pretty lackluster again the emotion was there and and for me that kind of what matters the most as long as I care uh which I did so what did you think Mr. C? Miss Marvel there. was exactly the finale was exactly it, it's exactly who I knew it was going to be. What I knew. What did they say about the Bears that time? They are who we. They are they the, the finale was who I thought it was going to be. And I can't say it any better. The human emotion, the family. I mean, it's just that hit on every level. The action sequences were putrid. Mm. Just I just just I I couldn't watch it. I don't know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That I feel this way. I just watched it. <laughs> it's just, it's I, just yeah, it, it's Home bad. Alone oh. at the high school, and you know, if you talk about John Hughes and stuff, I mean, I guess they just didn't know what to do. Like, it's almost like they had this beautiful family story, and they were just trying to figure out how to incorporate some action and tell the hero part of it. Unfortunately, that did not resonate with me. The the finale was so memorable and so forgettable that as great as the show was, I'm really looking to move on. I don't think I don't think I'll go back either and watch much of the show. Just like a lot of these Disney series. I really haven't gone back to be honest with you mm-hmm. and rewatched any of them. They're all good in their own way and they all hit and they all have special moments outside of Moon Knight. <laughs> but um she's terrific. I want to see more of her. What happened at the end is great. I hope the family's around too. Like I, I'm, yeah, I'm wondering in the movie how they can incorporate it. I hope Hugo, who I thought did an admirable job, the, the young man, I thought he was pretty good at it. Her yep. friend, uh, so many highs 
and so many just bores with the Hugo. action. What's his name? The kid Bruno. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He might, he might be in the Marvels. <laughs> you know, you know, making a mistake. You know, I was like, who? So he, Hugo Dude. Strange. <laughs> See, he wasn't that memorable. He wasn't that. <laughs> the Doc is in the Marvel universe now. They beat him to it. <laughs> the monster went out coming. Um, you know what could you say? She's like I said. She really nails the role in the mother, the father, the brother. All that stuff is great. Um, I just, the, the powers are just eye jarringly like disturbing to me hmm. when she kind of becomes bigger and just that crystal effect. I don't know. Hopefully they make it look better in the movie. I'm not sure. I don't get it myself, whatever. It's just hmm. silly to me, silly to me. But again, it, it was enough to distract me a little bit from the show. But otherwise, the story is a wonderful human family story that I really dug. Yeah, man, I um, I don't think CGI was that bad. I thought the action was fine. Um, I'm just glad they actually made her powers similar to what they are, apparently, traditionally in, in the comics with some of that stuff at the end. Mm. Um, oh, man, I freaking love the show, and I love the finale. I thought the action I already knew was going to be what it was, but I think they did a really nice job of it. I like how you both talked about like like the John Hughes Home Alone inspiration. I liked how the antagonist wasn't traditional and morphed a little bit. It went yeah. from being, you know, obviously the villain with Aisha, and she kind of had her 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 moment where she closed it off and left the world for her son. And then it became about damage control and actually a rogue agent um, who who was operating above the law and problematic in terms of law. I think it was very relevant. The people of Jersey rallying around her, I thought yeah. it was awesome. That's massive Spider Man vibes right there. Yeah, 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 that was great. Yeah. The emotion, the her her getting the costume from her mom mm-hmm. and uh, the name from her father were both Superman. beautiful things. Yep. Um, which which was fantastic, man. Uh, she's great. The post credit scene got me excited for Captain Marvel for once in my life, dear Lord. I never thought I would say that. I thought Ooh, that is a line cool. said in twenty twenty two. Right. I, I, I like this new costume. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the Marvels now more than ever, especially uh, it's directed. It's gonna. It is directed by Nia DaCosta, who did Candyman, which was a great film, and she did a hell of a job directing that movie. So I'm very much looking forward to it. The mutant stuff I think is cool. I know there's gonna be a lot of X Men fans frustrated. Yeah. Um, the creator of her did come out today and say, or not today, but earlier in the week, and she was originally intended to be a mutant, but they had to pivot to the Inhuman stuff just based on Marvel at the time. I think it makes the character a little bit more interesting, and we have to remember this is a this is a this is a world where there's an ongoing continuity and they were actually smart to establish some of these multiverse rules and Loki and Dr. Strange with incursions and variants and stuff like that. So that you can't just keep multiverse hopping, which I think would have been a tough route to go. If we had the X-Men and fantastic four, just keep showing up from different universes that mm-hmm. might change with mania, who knows, but I like the fact there's going to be some form of mutant on earth prime mm-hmm. And they can do the, the whole hidden from the yeah. The they could do the whole hidden from the world thing. I think that would make more sense. Yeah. Um, or maybe an energy that draws them there. Maybe there is something in quantum quantum media that merges the earths. Mm. Um, whoa, I, I whoa, think you it's sound a like cleaner, a guy that knows some leaks. I think it's a cleaner idea. No, I I know I know nothing. Should we about put a buffer that. on this? And I say, know <laughs> nothing about that. I know nothing about that. We won't confirm nor deny anything here. <laughs> you know, I had completely forgotten about that 
that mutant part at the end, even though of course I it was ruined for me on Twitter because I was so late yeah. watching this show. I literally just watched it a little while ago. Um, you know, I don't know how to feel about that. Like we, the whole world is speculating here how these how the X Men are going to be reintroduced into the MCU. Mm-hmm. We laugh a lot and say like we don't even know if they know how, but I guess I guess they do know how and it's coming. Yeah. Uh, so I'm okay with that. I had no problem with that. There, there's not much of what they do that I would find fault with because it is what it is. And it, the, the beauty of it is whether you love it or hate it, their continuity is there. And like you said, Nick, they just don't have to use that trope of the multiverse all the time mm-hmm. that they are, um, you know, different versions of the characters. So let's see what happens. Bring it on. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good yeah. with that. And I'm good with her being maybe a portal, maybe, a, you know, maybe the... The spark that maybe you know starts the fire, you know, maybe. Um, yeah, you know where where do you rank it among the Disney Plus shows? That you go first. Okay, yeah. So this is a great one. I still think WandaVision's the best. I'm gonna say Loki still second. I'm actually still gonna put Hawkeye at third, but I'm gonna put Miss Marvel at four, and then I'm gonna probably put Moon Knight at five. I think that's all. Oh, then Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm gonna put above Moon Knight. Sorry. So. WandaVision, Loki, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Falcon Winter Soldier, and then Moon Knight. That's that's yeah, that's where that. I rank it. Yeah. I had to. There's six. I, I Jesus. I'm gonna save the time. I one hundred percent agree with Mr. Z. Yeah. I'm right there with him. hmm Moon Knight Moon Knight to another bottom. I would say my only difference is I put I put Miss Marvel above Hawkeye. Because yeah, I thought the yeah. Hawkeye pretty weak and the kingpin stuff ended up i think being really cheap so i'm gonna go wandavision yeah it didn't need to Loki, miss marvel hawkeye falcon winter soldier and midnight you mean like so, doctor yeah. midnight you saw the first I, season come on it was in the first season was good no it was good <laughs> Um, it's all right. It's all right. Um, what is interesting though, is this one I think has me the most, this is the series coming out of it. I'm the most excited for the movie it leads to. Cause you know, she will be in the Marvels, mm-hmm. which is a massive pull for Captain Marvel too, in my opinion, where it's like Wanda. Okay. We knew she was coming back and she, okay. I shouldn't say that Wanda. We you were more excited Strange. about yeah. strange. I was more Wanda. excited about Wanda and strange. Yeah. But cut. honestly, the rest of them, I, 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 I would say it's this. I'd say it's this suck in a moment. All right. Should we stay on the Marvel stuff? Let's stay on Marvel. So, Marvel. Some <laughs> and rumors and fan castings of the Fantastic Four. Some good ones, and then some absolutely, and I cannot stress this enough, horseshit ones. (laughs) Horseshit ones. And there's the E for entertainment. E? 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 (laughs) So are we going to fan cast? Well, do you want to talk about the fan cast or give your own? Well, here's the deal. Like, is any, like... Like, these are all, like, is anything, like, seem true to you or no? Like, what are you guys, I have not been on Twitter a lot. Mm-hmm. Is there anything from any site that you guys give any credence to? Let's start there, and then we could go with who we would like to see. Okay. Do, do okay. we think Krasinski's in? Then you go, no. No. Fuck no. Okay. 
<laughs> I think that's why Feige went out of his yeah. way. He went out of his way to say like, "Oh, it was a fan thing. It was just the multiverse." That's yeah. how I knew that they're probably not. He like might direct it still, but he's not going to actually be Reed. I don't yeah. know if Krasinski actually wanted to ever do it. Yeah. Okay. Because the guy was asleep during the performance anyway. Yeah. He sure so, was. I don't know. Sure so he looked good, so but he was asleep. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing our own. So now I got to think. Yeah. No, we're doing it. No, Are you ready, Zeddy? You got a fan cast? You know what? Actually, I don't know. Call me crazy, but I actually could see that pen. Uh, was it Bagley? Is is Reed Richards? I it it'd be kind of fresh, man. I can kind of dig it. I can kind of dig it actually. And who you think you think he's? You think there's a chance he could be? I, I think he's being looked at. Sure, why not? He I think he kind of looks the part a little bit. All right. So my read I tweeted the other day. I would love to see Rizumet. That would be a good one, man. Cool one. I would yeah. put a little gray like like I have in the on the sideburns and a little bit on the side. Yeah. And you know, he's got that scientific scientist look mm-hmm. with the lab coat. He can kind of pass for a younger guy that maybe looks a little older, so you could keep him in that 30 range, which is he? I don't even know how old Rizomet is. Uh he's in his like late thirties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's perfect for the role. So I that's who I would like to see. We've seen Krasinski. We've seen uh, you. What's his name? Bag- Bagley or ben whatever Bagley. his name is. Yeah. Who else have we heard? Anybody else or no? Um, I haven't seen any people of color. I'm, I'm to be honest. People want Dev Patel. Yeah. Sure. I, sure. That Dev Patel would work. That yeah. would be my read. Is Dev sure. Patel. What about Jamie Dev Dornan Dev. or something? I don't know. Nobody's really like. I don't like. That. But I, I'm just I, trying I, to like spitball like who. You want him to play Superman? Yeah, not, not, Reed not Reed. I, I don't I'm just it. trying to spitball like who I could possibly think that like Foggy would be looking at, like probably an you know, arch type like like that. What's wrong with uh, with our old original guy, Mister Graffad? What's his name? I, um, like him, you know. I don't know. Yeah, what's I, he doing? Is does he even act anymore? I don't, I don't know, know, but he's still good. I mean, I, I I have no problem with that man yeah. as Reed Richards. I thought he was terrific in the movies. I I don't think that he was a a bad spot in those movies whatsoever. I think that they're going to want to get like a name. So maybe we are, I don't know. Maybe they want a bigger name. I, I just don't just know. Just cast Tom Cruise and call it a day. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> a plus cinema score. If you do. Oh shit. <laughs> right, I go. like the older house. Though. Let's Dang go for Susie. Susie. Who do you like for Susie? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, so my, pick i still think somebody like vanessa kirby is is a list oh, a list as it gets um, there's somebody from star trek uh strange new worlds that i think would kill it her name's jess bush i think she looks the part yeah vanessa kirby. oh i wonder you both have vanessa kirby i don't know it's almost like somebody said that what was that movie hold on it's almost what like was the movie you made me watch during the pandemic. It's almost like somebody. It's was... almost like somebody texted you both that and said it on a previous podcast. Yeah, yeah you might have. Oh my <laughs> god! You know, my my birthday's in the day. My memory's starting to fade a little bit. You know, I I you know I'm starting to forget things. You both did because I knew one of you would see one day. Yes, mine's Vanessa Is there anybody else that we could see? I somebody at Margot Robbie. It's like, come on, man. I mean, in a different no. Universe. Wow. I mean, I a different know. universe. That would have been stellar. Give other Shush. people a shot to play in a different role, universe. Uh, Zeddy, besides, or, okay, so you both say Kirby. Well, now I'm gonna pick something different because you both say Kirby. Um, listen, I another one for me. 
Um, I I became big on on the Cyfred thing, possibly. Mm. That yeah, thing, yeah, 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 She's that like, yeah. That thing I jumped on pretty when I saw that leak fan cast, whatever. The Cyfred thing's cool. Mm. I also think she's at a point in her career where, she, where she'll do it because she talks about passing up Gamora. And, um, dude, Bale being in Thor Love and Thunder and then seeing what Love and Thunder does, I really think these actors will just do it. Like, Olivia freaking Coleman is doing Secret Invasion. Yeah. Like, they'll do it. So there's none of these there's this not this concept outside of like leo dicaprio and like chalamet who got advice i think from leo to never do a cbm like anyone i think is fair game to be in a cbm one day sure um there was another one i had um i think someone like uh riley keogh would be a great sue as well um if we're looking different oh there was a oh there was a what about your girl from the um uh, she was the princess. You guys used to talk about. Oh, her. Naomi Scott. Naomi Scott. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that, I think yeah. they want yeah. to name. Really do. I think, I think a Kirby or, or um, uh, Amanda. What's her name again? From um, from that movie Mank we watched, right? She oh was yeah, in Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, Seyfried. She yeah. would be great. Right. I, 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 the Steve. I mean, Steve is Johnny Storm. Steve from Stranger Things that caught my eye. And I got to be honest with you, I know who Zeddy's going to pick. I know he's got the guy from Top Gun. <laughs> it's, um, it's right there, man. It's <laughs> Glenn, Glenn Powell is right there. <laughs> yeah, he's, I can see that too. But I've also heard he might be in another, right? Or was are they fan casting him for Johnny? His name's popped up quite a bit, Glenn Powell. For what? I saw it on Twitter too for somebody else. I don't I don't remember, maybe. For a different character? For I, Maybe it's Johnny. Maybe it's yeah. Johnny. I think he should take over the Gambit train from Channing. Or Tatum. Gambit. Oh, that would be yeah, cool. that'd be a good one too, man. Yeah. So you got. I got Steve. What's his you name? Got Joe Carey. Joe Carey. Yeah, I just think he's, and I think you know he's at the right age where if it's Amanda or Vanessa Kirby, they're seven, eight years older than him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit older than Sue. I think the age works great. I got the greatest Ben Grimm, but I'm going to save that for the end. You guys. They got to go mainstream with all these. That's what oh I'm trying God. to think here. So you got you got Glenn Powell, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't mean to speak for you. I just know you. I no, see no, you know, no. Come on. It's in your eyes from across the computer. <laughs> you I, got some. I think they should just do it. Who? I think they should just do it. Who? You know who they should just do it. Chris Evans. And no, it's. <laughs> it's it's right there. It's it would just Zach Efron. Yeah, I think they should just oh, do God. it. Oh God, you really? Think I think so? they should I just knew do it. it. <laughs> he's he's only built to do those type of franchise roles now. Like it, like he tries to act in Firestarter. He's not awful. He's just not that good. Um, I would do the Efron thing. Um, and I think I think that's how you go with it. Mm-hmm. I do like the Joe Keir thing. I do like the Dacre Montgomery thing. Yeah. Oh, I forgot um, about him too. I do like both those both moves. Those, yeah. You know, those, I think those can all work and be really good. What about Austin Butler for any of this? No. Well, Butler, Butler, if mm. I, well, here's what's. He, Silver, he, my peanut butter and. Here's something. My peanut butter and banana sandwich. I would have said Butler if he wasn't doing Dune right now. Yeah. Because I have a feeling Fantastic is going to start filming in the fall and he's going to be booked so. through the fall. Yeah. Um, he's also rumored for a different role. Yeah, and he's so tied to Warner Brothers, like he's so into yeah. Warner Brothers right now. And I don't think they would let him go. Um, but Butler would body any freaking role. Yep. Um, those are those are mine. I really can't think of anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it depends what they want to do for Johnny. If they want him super young, if they want him older, like that's the thing too. Like, yeah. are they yeah. lower? He's re- like how he really is, where he's like can make him in high school for all we know. Yeah. Where yeah, right? Where he's ridiculously young, like early twenties, or is he going to be a guy pushing thirty? Yeah. I don't know. Um, because so I could see them be- doing like the Incredibles route. You know, we're like. Maybe like Reed and Sue are like the typical parents and the kids are a little bit maybe slightly younger than high school or maybe just starting high school. I don't know. You know, I can see that because I'm sure Foggy loves the Incredibles, man. I'm sure he does. That, that's got to be a blueprint of it. Not that that matters, but, you know, I'm just trying to well, think about it. The other kid, it's just Johnny. Well, no, I'm saying like like that, that sort of that sort of like mindset of like he wants to maybe use that kind of layout in terms of the family aspect. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, and- Read and sue their kids. Yeah, like like oh, like be... no, like not make them you know full blown adult because then it's it's kind of like the early two thousand, uh, Fantastic Four. I'm trying to think maybe like how he's gonna go a little bit different with it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. All right, everybody, you guys. Well, that would make go. Johnny like seven. No, no, no. <laughs> like like maybe he's like fifteen or sixteen or something. You know, I'm not talking like that young. I'm saying like in terms oh, of like. Oh, I... Yeah. yeah I see, I see. No, 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 no. Oh God. No. I thought you meant first. I thought you meant no. But then I thought you meant to give him because Krasinski's had the kids. Yeah. He had the kids. That would be he child. Said, that would be child abuse. Never mind. So that would be interesting if they already brought in Frank. Franklin. Franklin? Yeah, that would be interesting. And yeah. everyone. That would be wild. Sure. All right. What about Ben Grimm? I don't need to go. I don't know. You go. No, you go. <laughs> we all know who should play Ben Grimm, Nico. Go ahead, Seth Rogen. I'm just kidding. No, I'm no, just kidding. No, you know what? No, I honestly, no. I I can see somebody like a Jamie Dornan playing Ben Grimm. That's who I can see. What do you get, son? I, I go because if you take the one I saw, I, I saw one I like, but yeah. I'm not gonna take. I do not say if it's the one I think you're I, gonna say. Do not say. Well, that. he's gonna I say can't. David Harbor, isn't he? I don't have my cell phone, so you're gonna have to help me. But I think Tom from Succession. That actor. Oh, oh Matthew McFadden. Yes. Okay. He would be perfect as Ben Grimm. One. That's a good one. He, he could play a little bit of the big, tall guy. That's He's not so broad, one. but a little bit of the yin okay. to, you know, That's a good and then one. And then I could see him doing the expressions and, and all that kind of stuff is the thing with his expressions and his mannerisms. Mm, um, that's a good one. I think that. Not all four of them have to be like bona fide Hollywood people, and I think you could get away with casting him. Mm-hmm. I think there's enough people that kind of know him. He's got a little bit of notoriety now, even though I'm not saying the whole world knows Succession and the comic book fans. I'm not saying that, but I think you give a guy like this a shot because at the end of the day in the MCU, if the Fantastic Four are done right, they can filter in and out of other people's movies. Well, they'll easily become the quite biggest. Quite a lot. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. Over there on Yancey Street, you know, you got Ben Grimm running around going, it's clobbering time, maybe finding himself in other people's movies mm. and, and, and Spidey and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. you know, I, I get all excited when I think about what they could really do with this because I'm going to talk a little bit about later something I was watching the other day and the problem with the MCU now that I caught something that I don't particularly think is good, but I was smiling from ear to ear for quite a long time watching this thing. Mm. And it's magic that's kind of missing right now from the MCU, but we'll gotcha. we'll talk about that in a little bit. Interesting. Your I saw the fan cast, someone, Mr. Alan Richson. Yeah, oh, yeah, that would be good. 
I didn't want to steal yours. I think yours. the I voice and him as yeah. Ben for yeah. flashback scenes yeah. or different scenes or whatever, I think yeah. he would be good. He's done the mocap before, even though he hated it for the turtles. Yeah, so he, he really did. <laughs> um, I saw that one. Ben's hard because it's like the voice could go a bunch of different ways. They can go deep and super serious. They could go a little funny and charismatic. Oh, like like, like like Dave Bautista in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but not as not definitely not as yeah, comical. not as comical so, as that. Please no. So uh, people like Ben Foster for it. I think that's cool mm, too. I don't know. Um, I just think I you think know, it's Seth Rogen myself. Man. I would. I'm I, absolutely terrified as we sit here tonight. Why are you guys? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. For people, in my humble opinion, yeah, this is a guess I'm about to make. I know there's two movies in the can. There's three movies in the can we can't control, but I think Marvel is so reactionary. If you're someone who can't stand MCU humor half the time, I think the criticisms of Love and Thunder was the best thing that could have happened. Oh yeah, that's in terms of the humor and the problem with humor. So now I bet Feige's going. Now maybe I don't. If he was thinking Rogan, I think he's saying, "Well, now I'm not going to do that." Interesting, because people are going to say it's too dumb. Interesting, interesting. They don't know. He don't know what the audience wants anymore. So he's like, "Well, maybe I'll go a little safer." That doesn't mean he can't be comedic, but mm -hmm. the Rogan voice would be pure comedy the whole time. Oh, and course. you would not be able to take Ben Grimm seriously as the thing in any way, shape, or form. He would be Drax on steroids. He would be pointless. He yep. would be Ruffalo's Hulk, but worse, you know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I would have a hard time with that. Are we at any more MCU stuff or no? No, but let's think this. Do we think? Let's make a bet. So between yeah. us, there weren't exactly 12 different, but there were like 10 to 12 names we said. Do we think, let's just say the number. Do you think we've named the four do you think we've only named one do you think any one of those 12 we just named will end up being one of the roles i don't think any of them we mm -hmm. named the wind up i think i think joe carey's got the best chance because stranger things is so big right now mm. i i could see them giving him a shot okay like him okay. over i over zach i would like to see zach too but i don't see it i think i don't know i just i don't know i think he's the only one that we've all talked about Zeddy, what 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 do you think Call me crazy. I think Kirby has a shot. She's so big right now. Like, 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 think of it. Like, she's she's gonna be an Academy Award nominee, most likely. She, you know, she's got she's wrapping up Mission Impossible. Uh, she's big, man. She, she does. She will be. Yeah. Well, those films are wrapped. Those those are done. Wrapped. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I forgot she's in that franchise. So yeah. Um, I think. Zeddy, who do you think has the best shot? Okay, so you you, I'm you said Joe Kirby. Perry. I'm saying, saying Joe. Perry. Yeah, I agree that Kirby's got the best shot. I do. I also it depends when they start filming five. That it'll come down to when they film Stranger Things season five and when they film this. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, because that's not filming. They yet. said they're writing it in August, which means there's no way they film before this right. year. Um, I think it's a tie between Kiri and. Seyfried with the best mm. with the best shots. Interesting. Because I think Feige's got to pump some stars in F4. And I think Seyfried is, of everyone we just named, the biggest one you can do. Mm. Of everyone we named, right? Outside of like, maybe, I get like an Efron maybe, but like, Seyfried's yeah. I think the one with the, with the biggest pull and the most respect. Yeah. Right? Of yeah. every single person we just named in terms yeah. of... Yeah, sure. Like, 
Doom is important too. And I I don't even want to begin to I speculate. Think it's, doing I this. think it's I think it's the the typecast of all time. I think it's Giancarlo Esposito. I don't because somebody had him as Professor X the other day, which mm. I find fascinating. Well, mm. that would be I that like that. My a little bit, a little bit right? Did you see that? Did you see that? No, I didn't see no. that, but that that's interesting. Yeah. Somebody had a little mock up on Twitter and again, I saw I, people you know, um Oh, you mean he's not no, Mr. He's, Freeze anymore? I don't see him as Doom. I see somebody younger. I see a younger Yeah. Um Well not like McAvoy young, but I see yeah, I see somebody a little younger yeah, than Stewart though. Yeah. I'll tell you who I think would be good for Doom is Ocean Master himself, but um Oh he's for a, Doom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, you do. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to speculate on Doom right now. I haven't thought about it long enough to yeah to figure this out. But he's obviously huge. Yeah, he's obviously a big part of that movie too. And um, so yeah, so let's just state real quick, like getting out of the MCU because I know you and I had a little disagreement about Thor. Um, there's a lot of people that are calling Thor kind of a a flop, if you will, and I know that. Um, you know, I think there's a perception that some people do the take that, well, it's it's going to do $700 million and it's not a flop. To me, if it doesn't outgross Ragnarok, which I don't think it's going to, I think it's kind of a flop. Hmm. I really do. I think you could hide behind whatever you want and talk about multipliers and budgets and all that, but I don't believe for one second that, that they make that movie and are looking for it to do less than Ragnarok, maybe by a lot. And right now it looks as it appears that it's going to maybe have a hard time doing 800 million. I think Ragnarok did like 870 or something, something like that, you know? Like, yeah. So again, I don't say it, maybe I'm using the wrong word flop. It's not a flop, but it's certainly disappointing. And it's certainly kind of indicative of maybe what do you want to do with that character going forward? Hmm. And is there going to be a Thor five or is he better off part of anything? So I don't know. Let's talk about that. Then I just want to talk about one thing that I, I see as a problem because everybody's fascinated with the MCU. There's all kind of people that think it's over. It's not over. It, it's, it's very healthy and very alive and thriving, but it's certainly not create. Nothing could keep that buzz. I think forever, whether it be your favorite musicians or, you know, just anything you like, your favorite books, your as you continue to evolve and go, nothing could stay at that pace, I think. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about Thor? What do you think? Is it why is that a good Go ahead, Zeddy. Mm. I mean, you know, I, I, I think it's fascinating for sure. No you know, nonetheless. I mean, second weekend and it crosses five hundred million. I mean, sure, at any other studio like Nico, I think tweeted this out too. I think is probably going gangbusters over there, right? But because it's the MCU, I think I don't know, did we expect maybe a higher number? I don't know, maybe. Maybe it should have been higher, I don't know. But I remember I said on here too, man, you know, I just didn't feel the buzz for this thing at all the whole way through. I mean, you know, Black Widow had the buzz of, it was the first CBM returning to theater, so everybody was hyped to see something, you know, worthwhile in a movie theater again. You know, Shang-Chi was had the Asian representation going for it, you know. Doctor Strange had the horror element with Sam Raimi going in with all the cameos in it. And then here's Thor, who has one of the most beloved characters in the MCU. And there's like nothing to it, you know? So it's, it. this thing was so strange for me, man. You know, it's like, I'm not going to say this is like the 
Wonder Woman 84 of, like, the MCU here, but it's like, you know, the movie came and went. People don't know how to feel. They don't know if they should like it. They don't know if they should love it. They want to nitpick it, but they don't want to not nitpick it because it's the MCU, and they feel obligated to like it. We don't know what Kevin Feige even thinks of the movie. Nico speculated a few weeks ago that maybe he just didn't like the movie, and that's why it just feels so forgettable. Like, it's like, okay, what's next now? Um, So it's strange, man. You know, it's like, I don't know if this is going to outgross... Uh, Ragnarok, but I, I suspect that, you know, with the character, with Chris Hemsworth, it is Thor, maybe it should have opened higher, you know, maybe it should have been bigger, I don't know, uh, but we'll see where it lands, you know, it is only in its second weekend, there's really not much coming out in August, yes, there's a Jordan Peele movie coming out next week, but I don't really expect it to have too big of a dent, so we'll see what kind of legs it has, you know, we'll see. For me, it's not... You can't use the word floppy. You can no. use it's a misstep. Sure. Whenever the sequel makes less than the original, you know, that's 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 not yeah. good. That's not desirable because you would assume it does. The only reason it wouldn't is if the movie's not received well, and that's what happened. Or it's not as received as well as it needed to, I think, to cross certain thresholds. Um, I think if it's still going to be a success, if it crosses $700 million, it's not the success they want by their standards, but it objectively is. This is not a flop. This is not a dumpster fire. It is a tough wake-up call, I think, for Feige and the leashes he started to give some, some of these filmmakers. Um, and really, it's just in Taika's case, because in Strange's case, it still worked. You know, yeah. if it had I'm China. Bring it up. So, here's the thing, though. I also disagree that it's because of fatigue they were shocked with two movies because they did something that bit them twice normally they hold reviews and embargoes Mm -hmm. when a movie when they know you can tell a movie's going to be mixed or poor they hold the reviews and the social reactions for eternals they had the premieres of love and thunder and eternals like a week early for both and let the socials come out. They held the reviews for both once they saw the socials, but they let, and I think those socials were not what they were expecting. I know I said, I'm not sure Feige liked it, but I think he thought people were, that's why he let that cut come out. Yeah. And there was buzz for it. There was, I mean, they marketed, they started marketing this movie well at the end there, but then I think the review, the the social reactions started coming out. And then that Monday or Tuesday of the reviews were pretty ugly. And I think that made people that first week and go, yep, finally a bad one. I'm going to wait. And even though it was still front loaded, a lot of factors came into play there. Maybe some fatigue or some people, maybe some this, some that, but I think the reviews this time really took away some of that buzz going into it. And then people went into it going like most people do. Is it that bad? Is, is, is this bad? And then the word of mouth over the weekend was worst MCU film. Yeah. yeah. So that happened. Word of mouth is real. Look, yeah. everyone walked out of Top Gun calling it the greatest thing of the year. And look what happened to it. Yeah. yeah. And it turns out it's actually good. So the word of mouth, so the reviews yeah. and word of mouth is backed up. Yep. Cause when, you tell people to go see Top Gun. I bet they're coming back to you saying they at least enjoyed it, right? Yep. yep. I got people coming back for me for Thor saying they loved it or thought it was a piece of shit. Yeah. So that's that's already a problem in trusting word of mouth. So that's all playing factor. But when it makes less 
than the first one. Mm-hmm. With the way some of the reviews were, Foggy's looking at Tiger right now, and I don't know if he's giving him a third one. They are so reactionary. They are so reactionary. I promise you. Yeah. I don't know if Tiger earned that third from Feige or unless he goes, I'll let you make the third one, but I'm going to be involved this time. Mm. Well, it makes Dr. Strange look a lot more successful, which it really is. Thank you. So, yeah. But so, that's also yeah. the best case for me. Like Dr. And you love Strange, Dr. Strange um, and you, Zeddy. You know, without, right. without China, without Russia, and, and all these movies yeah. don't, neither of store, but. The fact that that jump change. <laughs> yeah, the fact that Doctor Strange is going to do almost a quarter of a million dollars, uh, uh, two hundred fifty yeah. million dollars more. That's yeah. that's big. You know, here's what I here's what I see with the with the MCU, and you said it almost last week when we were talking how it's like they've almost become DC, right? With these kind yeah. of independent movies. Mm-hmm. Age of Ultron was on yesterday, and I don't, I don't love that movie. But I had it on in the background, and I was, I I was actually really digging about the first hour and a half of that movie. Even the cocktail party they have that I thought was weird when he's lifting the hammer, and when they're socially together. Yeah, I tell you what, man, that cast was very charming. Yeah, they were magical together, and I'm not. I don't love the way that movie ends or whatnot, but it was just. It was the Avengers together. They had all had their separate things. I know they're and and that's you know when you go you go to to Civil War and and you get a little bit more. But they're fighting. I just (laughs) think the audience, the the general audience, Mm -hmm. is missing that. Doesn't mean you can do it forever. Doesn't mean you're supposed to do it forever. Didn't at one point you say, maybe one of us said on here. I think you said it that like they probably are doomed if they ever try to do solo movies again i said that and yeah i did i did and say look that, what they're yeah. doing <laughs> yeah, he, but it's not even i i don't even know now like that they could even concoct a team together don't you think a thor guardians team up for a whole film would have done very well i think it would have been great oh like if the guardians were just in it more sure yeah james gunn doing it i mean or taika doing it i don't know man Cause, because i don't know about taika i i don't know i think it might have been so over the top that because even the Guardians are a little bit different. A little bit. A oh. little bizarre in this movie, too. We'll see what that one, I, too, man. That's May of next year, I, yeah. I know, what but but, there, but there's even a couple things that they do that are, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, it, I just think that's James Gunn's property. I don't think you give... It's a very obvious he wrote them in Endgame and in um, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I just don't think you give... Well, I think he probably... Well, I know, think he consulted with them in here, too. No, I think they're normal in here. Yeah. In yeah. fact, I I, I like yeah, Star Wars better in his thirty seconds than I, I, all of I Infinity would, War. I would ending. agree with you, Thor. It's better in than Thor <laughs> with the Guardians would would play better. Sure. Yeah. I don't I don't disagree with you there. And I love yeah. the James stuff. I'm yeah. Telling you, like, are we at that point? Yeah. Because yeah. do I think the Marvels is going to be fun? Because yeah, it's all of them. It's not just Brie. It's yeah. And apparently rumored today that Latasha Lynch is. The mom, Maria Rambo, is going to make an appearance. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's cool, too, whether that's just flashbacks or not. Man, I mean, good for awesome. that actress, man. Shout out to them, right? Yeah. So, um, Well, that's my MCU take. I just think that yeah. the audience is a bit lost right now, the general audience. Not us. I mean, yeah. I don't disagree yeah. with you that not seeing them as the Avengers anymore is a thing. Like, I agree with you yeah. there. And not seeing these new people interact yeah. is a yeah. thing, too. Yeah. 
and they do feel so fractured, but I do think they're trying to build them back up. I think, yeah. well, I said this last week, I'm going to say this this week. I think after Black Panther, the Marvels, and Quantumania, a lot of people who were angry and confused about where Phase 4 was going are, are, are going to be eating their words. I, I'm, I don't gonna disagree. Because think, outside of post-credit scenes, those first, that first phase. Yeah. Till the Avengers, man, you really didn't know. You you just thought they might meet, and you you thought, you know, at the end of Avengers is when you knew the Thanos was coming. Not pre Phase One, pre Phase One, and Cap's post credit scene was just a trailer for the Avengers. So yeah, you just knew they were all going to come together, but you know they're all going to come together. Let's be a little patient. They've set up the groundworks there. I don't like the argument, people, that it's not clear where it's going. You got multiverse. Yeah. It's there. They're you all got, in Shang Chi. <laughs> you got Inclusions. You got yeah cosmic stuff calling out to Eternals and Shang Chi. Yeah, you got a few things pumping. You got a few things pumping. I think it's there. Just a few more movies to go. Yeah. Yeah. Just a few, <laughs> just more, a few movies more, more movies to go. Yeah. So to to kind of pivot to go to some DC. We got the Batgirl directors spoke out and were admittedly <laughs> confused about what's going on in the DCEU because they were told they had well, all they these are characters. They are too. Well, they were told. <laughs> have you seen this? Or no? Yes, I well, read So it, they were a little confused. It caught my eye, if you will. Because they were told they had all these characters in it, which was cool. Yeah, yeah. And they were told, you know, well, <laughs> this is awesome. one of the directors said, I guess you're going to have to see what. I guess you're going to have to see the other movies to, to understand what happens. The reason that we ended up in sort of a spaghetti of the multiverse in that aspect, it's going to be a delicious spaghetti though. The tone is described as an homage to Tim Burton's Batman in the animated series. And it will re it will release theatrically. The thing I care about the most, it will release theatrically in the UK. I think you'll find out at SDCC it's theatrical. Uh, Cause there's no way Dave Zasloff with everything he said, says he's going to put that thing for streaming on the max. He's going to yeah. put that thing. It wasn't that expensive to make. He's going to see how much money it can make in the theaters. So don't worry about that. Um, I don't like have much to comment on. Cause like we, we kind of knew this, mm -hmm. like, yes, it was funny to hear that and be like, Oh, we kind of had to wrap our brains around this too. But they're filmmakers and they obviously yeah. don't necessarily know what happens in those other movies or, or they know just enough to be able to tease that. We, we know this. It was wait till flash. We'll see what happens with this movie. And there's a reason why it probably can't come out still till after the, the flash, even though there's rumors of a certain guy popping up in post credit scenes, but this is nothing to me. This is nothing massive or big. It's just funny to hear. They were like, Oh, mm -hmm. we learned we had to do this, but that's, that's all I got. What do you mm -hmm. think, Z? Yeah, I think it's just a little tongue-in-cheek by them, too. You know, I think everything... I don't really expect them to know anything past the Flash movie, to be quite honest. I'm sure they they knew that, you know, Michael Keaton was going to be in the Flash movie, and they had to somehow incorporate him in the Batman movie. But anything else after Batgirl, you know, I don't expect them to know anything what's going on. They probably don't know either, right? So I think it's interesting, though. You know, like, uh, I, I can't really take too much into that. It's interesting that they're commenting on that. Um, but I think I'm more so curious to what Nico just brought up. You know, what's the state of the actual movie itself, right? You know, like, you know, at filming, is it still HBO Max? Is it going to hit theaters? You know, are they going to show something at Comic-Con? Um, I don't know. So I, I'm more, in, in, you know, into the specifics of how we're actually going to see it, when we're going to see it, because apparently it still has to come out after The Flash, which if that's the case, holy moly, we're probably looking at September, October for this movie, which is... 
a long time. And I'll say that much. Because Blue Beetle is August. And unless they're going to do a double drop of DC films in August. That's a tight one. That's a tight one. So we will see. We will see. Well, the good news is that a year from today, we will have already we will already known. <laughs> yeah. If they give an early fan screening of the movie, sure. Not right. 23rd comes out. Nick, the picture will be clear to us. Oh, Jesus Christ. What can I say? There's nothing I can add to that. Um, I think some of it, the personality of of those guys makes me believe there's a little tongue-in-cheek stuff going on, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That that they're very well aware of the confusion, and they're playing with a little bit. But they also go out of their way to basically say that none of that stuff really matters. It's a it's a background movie. It's yeah, it's background. Yeah. I think is probably what it's going to be. Now, whether mm-hmm. there's a post credit scene in there that alludes to something, I'm wrong about that. yeah, uh, is there really? Brendan Fraser know. reportedly is spectacular in the movie, which is awesome for him. So. Tell me what the, I don't know about that. It's oh, I know the, what it is. You, you, you know what it is, Mister C. You got to think about it for a second. You can guess. You can guess what it is. Is it Richard? Nope. Nope. Well, you're going to tell me off here. It's Kaka! Kaka! I'm glad you picked up on that because that was. I'm not telling you the initials BC. Just say Black Canary. Oh. Don't be saying BC. Okay, I don't. And don't put a second B in front of BC. I don't know what you mean. I don't even know what you're talking about right Daddy now. You know? <laughs> he was going to start throwing around those on the whole show. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, give me nice. a little canary cry over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we at now? Uh, I mean, is that all I'm talking about? Yeah. Hey, listen. I mean, we we do this all the time. But, uh, 14 years of the Dark Knight. Happy um, birthday to you. You know, all I'm gonna say is Happy I'm, I'm not sure if he's gonna do the full song or not. So I'm just gonna keep talking over it. Happy <laughs> birthday, dear the Dark Knight. But I still remember. And then he doesn't finish the last Happy line. Yeah. <laughs> How do you to not commit? That's like God. blowing out the candles before you say happy birthday to you. <laughs> that night was electric. It was electric. It was, it was, it was also surreal. Because it was bitter, everyone at once. And it was yeah. bittersweet, wasn't it? Yeah, because you When we walked out of the theater, yeah. man. Um, I never left the theater. It was cool to see it on every screen but one, which was Mamma Mia. Shout out to Mamma Mia. Yeah. Um, Mama but Mia. It, like, there's not much more I could say other than I think it's, you know absolute perfection i do think it's a flawless film i think it's one of the best american films ever ever made it it is by far the best comic book movie it is by far the best batman movie in my humble opinion it's the best acting performance of all time i will disagree with the take that it was only loved because of ledger's death i think ledger's death is what made more people go see it and what maybe helped the box office but you clearly saw that word of mouth with top gun the word of mouth for the Dark Knight was the strongest thing in the world. Everyone who's anyone yeah. saw the Dark Knight. Anyone who's anyone knew that what they saw was absolute glory. It's just brilliant. I mean, there's not much else I, I want to spend time saying. You all know. You listen to the show. You know how much we love the Dark Knight. I think when Logan came out, and no disrespect to anyone, but when the Batman came out, there was that silly blasphemy that those are better movies. No, in, in no way, shape, or form. No. I'm sorry. In no way, shape, or form. Are those films even touch the Dark Knight when yeah. you think of just not only combo movies but like American cinema? The movie's all practical. 
that movie's airtight start to finish an adrenaline ride with emotion they filmed that thing in our city here in Chi. We're biased to that, but hey, it changed the Oscars. It did. It didn't get a nom, but it changed the Oscars, so it had an actual impact on cinema. It won an Oscar, Best Supporting Actor, shot Heath Ledger. Um, it is iconic to the highest degree. It is the most iconic Batman film. I know people are going to disagree with that, but it is the most iconic Batman film for a majority of reasons. It might not have to do with Batman. The reasons are not really for Batman, I will say, but for everything that movie did and for the place culturally that movie has and the 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 relevance that Heath Ledger's Joker still has today. I mean, everyone looks at Heath Ledger and goes, yeah. that was the GOAT performance. Um, he influenced kids like Timothy Chalamet. He's the reason Timmy Chalamet's an actor. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's more than that. Oh, of course. Z, what can you say? Because I'll have my little, mm-hmm. I want to go last. because. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, look, I mean, look, July 18th, man, 2008, that was a... Hell of a day, you know, it was the day before my birthday and, you know, little did I know in 2008 that I'd be seeing one of the greatest movies ever made, you know, the day before my birthday. So just hell of a, hell of a birthday gift, you know, that's kind of the one thing that I always say is that, you know, it truly, like you guys said, you know, there was, you walked into that theater and you walked out and you just, you knew you saw one of the greatest movies ever made, you know, there was, it's, it's very rarely, you know, you go into a theater and like everybody is just in unison, right? Everybody's just. And sync, you know, you got to look at something like an end game, you know, something that like, you know, you just left the theater and you were excited. For me, it was most recently in Top Gun Maverick, you know, that's a movie that I put in that tier there. But, you know, The Dark Knight, no doubt, man, you know, it was, it went just beyond a Batman movie coming, right? Because it begins with 2005, this was three years later, you know, it was just, the hype was just there, man. You know, it was right in the heart of summertime, it was just, you just knew. It's like you said, Mr. C, you, you just knew. You know, it's you, you, you get a rare gem every now and then, and that's what The Dark Knight was. You know, it mm-hmm. came, the studio probably knew what they had at the time, or maybe they didn't, and it kind of just came and blew everybody away. I don't know. Um, but yes, it's one of the greatest movies ever made, and it will stand the test of time 14 years from now, 400 years from now. That's There you go. So Yeah, and was, you know, the Batman that we just saw was great. Yes. Outstanding. It Right up there, you know, close, but... Unfortunately, there's no way that it can top this masterpiece. Um, the Joker. Almost same runtime, too, actually. I mean, Barry, Barry Keoghan, whatever his name is. I mean, he was pretty cool yeah. in that scene. But, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. The true agent of chaos here is Heath Ledger in that performance. And well, Why do you trust like him, Mr. C? I don't think we'll ever get a, a better Batman-Joker uh, confrontation ever in cinema than we did oh, in that God. movie. If when it comes, if it ever comes in the future, I'm not going to, I won't deny it, but I just don't think so. But that's okay though. Mm-hmm. That, because, you know, we got a lot of great epic badness coming from Matt Reeves. And I think he's going to, he's going to build something beyond maybe what even Nolan did. But for that one picture, because here's the deal, you know, who likes the dark Knight? Everyone. Yeah. There's people I know that will never go see comic book movies. I don't even think they saw Rises. But mm. you know what they like? They saw The Dark Knight. They saw The yeah. Dark Knight. And they love The Dark Knight. And they revere The Dark Knight in the silly world of the other crap that they tell me I watch, the fake and, the, and all that. And, and there's a few guys that saw Rises and women say... And the Begins gets a little... Like I said, Begins is the... Begins gets a big lift from The Dark Knight. It's Rises is yeah. the kind of thing where people are like, 
yeah, after the Dark Knight, it's not so good. But I think the Dark Knight and Begins are just about a solid one-two movie. Has Spider-Man and Spider-Man Two, and I honestly don't believe anything. We'll see the sequel to the Batman, though. We'll see, mm-hmm. but I just don't think anything touches those two movies as far as you know origin movie and then the sequel. I think those two movies, mm-hmm. those two franchises, stand pretty far from everybody. I don't even believe anyone's take who doesn't like the Dark Knight. I've I don't said either. that I you don't just have that take to happen. It's just a take, right? You just have that take to happen. I like and the movie because he, he, it's his suit looks too tight. Even if you want to argue, if you really want to sit down and someone with a and someone with a PhD film degree, I know that doesn't exist, but someone with a PhD film degree, if if if, if they want to sit me in front of a giant screen and try to show me flaws, yeah, every movie probably has flaws. Every movie has flaws, but the flaws in that movie are like an ant, yeah, considered to flaws that other films have. I mean, that thing moves beautifully. That thing is the sexiest train I've ever seen start to finish. And you are beautiful, Nico. You are. <laughs> we, we, we talk about this movie all the time. Well, we, so have like, we have this to. Isn't, this isn't yeah. anything new. But it Someone is. listens to the they may not know that we like that movie. They may, we have nah, to remind, we have well, to remind people. Because <laughs> like I said, it's assumed. Yeah, yeah. And it's more shocking when you don't. But when you don't, I think that the force takes exactly. it. In my opinion. Why is he ripping yeah. the Dark Knight, Dad? Why? You no. Know, People like across from us who we love, but some people consider it oh, not Jesus. the best. Movie. Well, that's you know, true, but you know, Batman <laughs> yeah, in terms of being a movie start to finish, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's yes. the best movie that has the character. It's of a better made movie, movie. yes, yes. I'm not going to argue with Z, and, and, and there's a few people oh, I in our community that that like begins as a pure Batman movie. I, I'm I can't argue with you on that, but. But Dark Knight's a better overall movie. Yes, yes. It's just a better overall movie. That's awesome. Oh, wait, that's a call it in. Is it time to call it in? It's time to call it in. You said, said he, he's claims he has like nine call it in. So. Oh, let's <laughs> let him do his call it <laughs> How many do you actually have? He's going to break the phone. Just start going. Right. And Zeddy and I will come in when number, we want. Zeddy and I will, I'm, I'm got, just going to sit back here. I've got the good and the bad. I'm going to go with the bad first. The bad is... If I see one more trailer for Bullet Train, oh, yeah. I think oh. I'm going to take my head and smash it against the wall. I have never seen a movie <laughs> that looks so ridiculous. I've seen that trailer like a hundred thousand times. I'm not sure what the point of that movie is. It looks utterly ridiculous. No, I'm kidding. If you want to see Bullet Train and have a good time with it, fine. I'm just sick of the trailer. I will say this as we're recording the show. They actually showed a clip. And there was something new where Brad Pitt is getting pulled like on the ground. Yeah. Because I've seen that same trailer now so many times. Oh <laughs> uh, my good. Far too one years ago. Far too one years ago, the album <laughs> Escape came out by one of my favorite and very close to Z's Heart Journey. Yep. Which was a band that um I I I kind of you know discovered in the early eighties a little bit as I was going down my Kiss train and then Van Halen or whatnot. And I can vividly remember being so excited about that album that I went to the North Riverside Mall to the Music Land, which used to be there. Um, came home. A few blocks from here is where I grew up. And I remember dropping that needle down and hearing Don't Stop Believing. Now it's iconic. Everybody loves it. Everybody knows it. But That's didn't the- Rolling Stone hate it? 
Yes, they did. And it and then it went into Stone and Love and Who's Crying Now. And I tweeted earlier, that album is literally like a greatest hits album. I mean, it's just so powerful and it really captures that early 80s era of, of, of what Journey was, the power of Steve Perry. A lot of people ripped it that it was this new coming of corporate rock and it was contrived. And But I'll tell you what, man, you just go listen to the album. It stands the test of time. Mm-hmm. Happy 41 birthday to Escape. That's really all I have right now. Oh, yeah, I, I might think of more. No, I just wanted to make sure that I got those in. <laughs> Um, I think I was going to do the Thor thing, but then we, we kind of got that. We did that. Well, that was the topic. Yeah. All right. Zeddy, do you got to call it in? Yes, yes. I have to call it in since oh, Mr. C is going to do it too. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finally finished Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh, okay. What would you think? Okay. Some fine acting. All right. Um, John Walker, absolutely diabolical in there. Oh, he's, he's yeah, very diabolical in that show. John Walker, Nick. Oh, are absolutely Harvard. diabolical in this series. I mean, they are just bad people. He's not a friendly man in the neighborhood. <laughs> he, as good as the acting was and stuff, it was just painfully long. Mm-hmm. And really no twist. Not that everything needs a twist. I'm the guy that says not everything. But it just kind of ended and it was like kind of obvious. And I understand it was the whole series was about him questioning his faith which I, I get it and I understand. And it was very uncomfortable towards, towards that, towards the Mormon yeah. philosophy or whatnot. But uh, Andrew Garfield is outstanding. I mean, oh, I'm not going to tell you. And, and, and the, and is it Gil? What's his name? The, um the guy that plays his um, partner. Uh, Gil Birm- Birmingham, I think. Yeah. yeah. He's outstanding too. Uh, I yeah, thought John walk, I thought Mr. Russell, Wyatt Russell was good, but creepy. Yes. And Sam, is it Sam Worthington? Sam Worthington, yeah. I mean, they were just creepy in there. It was these... It's a great cast, yeah. Kind of revolutionary, religious, I guess, I don't know, zealots or whatever, trying to trying to change the world. So, That's Under the nice Band of Heaven was about a C for me. Just a little too much. Just a little too long. I think that's it for me. That's it. Call it in. Zanabi says he's got two now. So no, you, you don't have two. Well, it's, more, it's more like a one and one A. You know, I just wanted to say yeah. that, you know, it. Uh, there's something in Nico's hand, in the palm of his hand, might, might I say. You know, he has the, uh, Nico right now is holding the power of a sun in his oh, hand sure. right now. So that, that that's one calling it what did you not like get that one nico i no, just like i like I, I threw it right in your lap man come on yeah you're supposed oh, to be yeah. trying to do better come on <laughs> all right no seriously look all second call in here is uh the almighty big blue which is a never share topic on this show superman right okay so ironically enough right the studio oh you keep using his theme song you know, in two DC fandoms, and they'll throw it in the DC Super Pets. But hey, we got no Superman movie coming anytime soon, right? <laughs> Sucker. Uh, yeah. No, oh, it's there. It's there. Trust me. They play that song in that trailer. It's there. Um, okay, so I have a little movie pitch here. Because clearly I know how to write Superman, right? Uh, I think he literally just needs to save people for two hours. And that's the movie. I think I don't care if you do Death of Superman again. You build up to, to him fighting Doomsday in the last 20 minutes of the movie. And the whole movie is literally he just saves people. 
in Metropolis. That's literally the whole movie. He has dialogue with the people he saves. That's the movie. That's the movie. I like it. I'm talking. No, I like it. I would do movie. this. And then when he dies, you feel the emotional attachment. Like he's eating breakfast with her, and she's talking. She's like Clark, and then he's gone. Right? Yes. He's done. That's it. That's it. One one scene in the apartment, and the rest of it takes place in the city. One, one continuous It's shot. just one yes. continuous shot. Yes. Yeah. All right, son, you got to come up with something here. I mean, are you really, are you really. I got the best one. You're all for four? I got the best one. No, I'm going to be better than all you guys. Oh, well, yeah. You are that, that Top Gun Maverick is indeed. When you listen to this episode, depending yeah. on what time of day you listen to this episode, okay. you either have done something or you haven't done something yet. But if you're listening to it on the day it drops, you better, you are legally obligated to wish my man's Eddie a happy birthday. Oh, there you go. Because it is today, it is Eve. not that we're recording, but today when you listen to it, it will be his birthday. Uh, we got something on the way for him that got stalled by Amazon, which was frustrating. Was of, supposed course, to be of course, of um, course. But <laughs> happy birthday, Zed. 20, wait, you're just a few months older than me. You're 27. Yes. Okay. Yes, and which means, crazy. unfortunately, Warner Brothers, I have officially aged out of being Terry McGinnis. So uh, thank you very much. Is he 26? No, but he he was like he was like eighteen, like in the show. So he's like that high school like. Oh, you're right. He range, was you know, uh, I could probably nah, still pull it off, but you know. <laughs> Joe, uh, 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 Joseph Quinn, who's Eddie on Stranger Things, was twenty nine, and he was playing like an eighteen to twenty. Oh, yeah, that's true too. He's, uh, yeah, no, you're fine, dude. Ho- no one cast their age in Hollywood. <laughs> So shout out to Zed. Happy Thank birthday, you. Zed. Yeah, you better say you guys. Uh, or today when you're listening to this. Now, if you're listening to this after Tuesday the 19th, it was expected that you said happy birthday. If not, go do it right now, belated-wise. Shout out to him. Shout out to Zed. Thank Zed you. Zed Master, happy Thank birthday. You. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. The true creator of the Vigilante 1939. We were not creators. No, first time. We were not creators. I, I am the creator. Wizard of Oz behind the but um that's really my only one and, oh, and the most important you. calling in might i add of all the nonsense I you guys spewed yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, i'm just kidding chest is out i give you that that's and good. nope comes out thursday that's all. oh yeah i think super pets is next week it is the 29th so it's apparently it's the greatest animated movie since uh toy story <laughs> Is that a soup? said that, right? Yeah, no, somebody said that. Right? Someone said the greatest animated movie. This is the greatest animated movie since Into the Spider Verse, which was three years ago. Well, you know what? Hey, it better be good. I think we're Justice League. Sure, man. Justice League pets are in there. Dwayne don't miss. The only Justice League I guess we're getting anytime soon. Oh. Yeah, it's make me mad when I watch it. <laughs> should should we make that a nice? <laughs> gonna cause haters, so we're gonna have to see it. I'm just not. I'm a, not going. I'm Thursday, not a though. big animated guy. I, I just you want. do struggle with animation. Yeah. I used, but I, I really, which I don't know why. Because I've just been bored with it lately. Like the last. Well, what makes you not bored? With the animation, like this is the thing. For as much as you love Crypto and Ace, I feel like this would make you on board, but you're not. You know, I don't know. I I just feel just the look of it. I I just feel like they had a stronghold on the animated stuff for a long time. But this Mm. is like way different. I you know this is meant to be like kids and 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just aged out from it. You know, I don't yeah. know that it, it's like. I mean, I would I would love to buy the, probably the little action figures if they come out. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I mean, it's probably a, a good movie. It's probably going to be fun. Let me tell you what my prediction is going to be. I have a real hard. time. I bet he's going to see it and absolutely love it. Probably. That's my prediction. Probably. No, because history would show you that you won't. Mm. You know, I just like I said, I, I I haven't been a fan of the adaptations they've been doing lately, and I don't like the way they look. I I just I feel like it's just not. With with what we're capable with live action now, mm. I don't think there's a reason anymore to to hide some of it in the animated stuff, you know. And uh, that's just kind of how I feel. I don't know. At one point, I thought the animated stuff was great, but sure. I get Marvel don't even do it. Yeah. I mean, right? No, they don't. Yeah. I no, mean, they, they don't even bother. Well, aside from What If, but that was it. It was Sony, not Marvel. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying oh, Spider yeah, Man yeah. great and stuff, but you know, sooner or later you're going to do that in the live action and you're, you're never going to, you're going to try to do that live because you could do it live now. You know, there's all this stuff can be done Mm -hmm. and I still don't think you could, I know people are going to disagree with me. I don't think you can look at an animated movie and a live action movie the same way. I I really don't. It's just a different method of filmmaking. It's, there's things that you can do. I I don't know. And I love the Iron Giant. There's some stuff that mm-hmm. there's some classic. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't discredit that, but I still think they belong in their lane. And live action is always going to trump it for me. Amen. Amen. That's all I got for you. Today. Amen. 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 <laughs> Well, well, all right, gentlemen. Do the plug. Plug away. Let's put the plug in the wall and let's plug away. (laughs) You can find me on Twitter at Caruso Jr. And we're going to have a banger of an episode right between the eyes coming out with our drummer Rob Ten. If King ever hurts. Coming out this Thursday, that's a real treat. Yeah. With somebody who was a huge part of putting together something for the Kiss End of the Road tour. This guy's a real talent. It's a great yeah. story coming up on wow. this Thursday. Awesome. Yes. We interviewed somebody very dope. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at, Nick, at Nico Cruz on Twitter, Instagram, Motorbox, TikTok, do film reviews there. I've done a lot of stuff. In the past couple weeks, just looking at my Twitter for it, my mind completely fried when it got to my turn. Um, <laughs> so, I know my stuff's there. I love you. Come talk to me. Come DM. But I got shows with, you know, a lot of people. A lot of people coming. Love you all. You know who you are. Rob, Paul, Pete, etc. Dad was on some. So, stay tuned. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Nick as well as my uh, TikTok at Nick Zendik, and give my letterbox a follow at Zeddy Films. But most importantly, I would like you guys to follow Vigilante1939, of course, on Twitter, because that's the one place where you will always find anything that we got going on. But that's going to about do it for this week's episode. So until the glorious weekend that will hopefully be San Diego Comic-Con, hopefully we get a lot of cool stuff, we will be back next week to break it all down. 
But until then, for Nico Caruso, for his father, Nick Caruso Jr., my name's Nick Zennick, and as Christian Bale's Batman says in The Dark Knight, I'm going to abbreviate here a little bit, but uh, we are whatever podcasting needs us to be. Thank you all. It doesn't kill you. It makes you a little podcaster. Thank you.